Hey mama, welcome back to another episode of the 10 a.m. Connection. I am honored to have you on here listening, tuning in, all that great stuff. I am just really today we're going to be looking at hope and really the positioning of receiving and preparing for a hope beyond our our measure like what we could ever imagine or think and so I wanted to start this off with some definitions because I think it would give us um a a great framework and honestly you know I've been struggling with this particular podcast in this particular series mostly because of preparing people for position preparing you for positioning um i think a lot of times we take things for granted we tend to put things like hope and trust on the back burner until something happens traumatic drastic bigger than our comprehension or understanding and I want to encourage you to take the time to reevaluate your position of hope so that you can walk in hope unstoppable. Let's get started. Alrighty, so let's pull out a piece of paper, pen, whatever, <clears throat> excuse me, whatever it is you would like to write or maybe your tablet, computer, whatever. And let's um let's just go on a little journey. <clears throat> note taking whatever it is excuse me i uh i'm really my goal is to help us break down hope trust for positioning and i have a couple of questions for you but before we can get to the questions let's go ahead and define hope so Hope on just a standard Google search, okay? Um, I believe it was the Oxford Dictionary that pulls it up. It states it's a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. Synonyms include aspiration, desire, wish. The second definition given for hope is really where I want to focus our time on today as we're breaking breaking this down. Um, it states it's a feeling of trust. And from here, I want to define trust. Trust is a firm belief in the character, strength, or truth of someone or something he placed 
His trust in me is a, is, a, is a statement, a sentence. The second thing, our statement or definition for trust is a person or thing in which confidence is placed. Three. This one is, it's the, you know, cherry on top. Confident hope. I waited in trust for their return. Confident hope. I want to ask you, how do you currently stand when it comes to hope? One of the words that stood out for the definition for me is... um, feeling a feeling of trust the word feeling really stood out for me because our feelings can really really change the course of direction we are meant to go uh that god intended us to go um I I know a lot of people say, you know, follow your heart and follow follow your heart and do all the, you know, and and I get it. Um God also talks about guard your heart. And how I believe it's in Proverbs. Let me double check, but um the the amount of time we spend ruminating on our emotions how we feel Oftentimes, oftentimes alters the truth that God wants us to walk in, in in that hope. And, and I say it because on Proverbs 3, 5, it talks about, um, trusting in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Proverbs 4.23 states, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Okay? So, Romans 12.2 states, do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I think it's important for us to break down and understand hope 
as it is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. How, ask yourself this, write this question down. How do I position for hope? How do I position for hope? I want you to think of a time or something in your life that nothing but the blood of Jesus could get you through it. That nothing anybody could say, do, I mean, it was great encouragement, but sometimes it got annoying because you were guarding your heart so much, trusting and hoping and knowing that all you could do was hope in God. That moment, I want you to look at the positioning of your heart for that moment. I think a lot of times we go through things in life and from a personal experience, um, when my son got sick, I had, I had some anger. And the anger that I had was really what fueled the tenacity and the boldness needed to address doctors and and it wasn't in anger i mean it was always in love and joy and a lot of times it was in fear and tears and you know lots of things like that but i'm talking about like just this like i was i was so angry at i was so i, I was so angry at the devil like i you know like i was like how dare you come after my son you know what i mean <laughs> like who do you think you are? <laughs> and I know that's, I know you might be giggling or like, really? But I, I had such an expectation of God's healing and his grace and his mercy because of the life that he's pulled me from and how he's changed my life and just, I'm like, if I want you to think of that moment, okay, that moment, you know, maybe it's most recently, maybe it's, you know, from COVID, maybe it's from a job, maybe it's from a marriage, maybe it's from your children, maybe it's from childhood, whatever that is, I want you to write it down on a piece of paper, right in the middle of the paper. And from there, I want to ask you, thank you, Holy Spirit. 
I want to ask you to write a list of emotions that you feel while thinking of this particular incident. Okay, so let's talk anger, happiness, fear, resentment, joy, What about sadness? What about hopelessness, helplessness, rushed, unfocused, perplexed, eager, energetic? Were you joyful? Were you inquisitive? Were you depressed? Did you feel awful? Disapproving? Embarrassed? Horrified? This is the reason why I want you to look at that paper and you might be saying, well, I have more positive feelings. I have more negative feelings. That's stay. Let's stay focused here. Okay. I want you to see how much power your feelings can have in a situation. Every single one of those emotions God wants you to surrender those to him. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. When you're feeling courageous, hope in God. When you're feeling overwhelmed, hope in God. When you're feeling disrespected or disrespect, you know, just... Hope in God. When you're feeling frustrated, hope in God. When you're feeling betrayed, hope in God. When you're feeling humiliated, hope in God. When you're content, when you feel powerful, when you feel peaceful, when you feel optimistic, when you feel excited, Startled, hope in God. The reason why I wanted to take you on that journey and ask you that and to look at that, kind of do a map of processing all of those emotions and and seeing those, I really want to, I really want to take you to, let's, let's go back to Hebrews 11 because I know we were in Hebrews last week 
but I really want to chat about really looking at the page and the paper and a lot of times you know with me working with my clients and doing what I do whoever God sends my way I I really work from the the framework of write heal and create um whether when you're writing there's just this cathartic process that happens that time with God um, that allows you to release and then the opportunity to reflect on what you do, what you did, the experience. And so looking at that word or that situation that we circled on the piece of paper and then all of those emotions all around, the feelings all around. Which ones I want you to circle in a different color, okay? Or, you know, make it stand out. But I want you to identify the ones that you did trust God with, that you did give to God that you trusted him, that you had a confident hope in them when it came to that situation. Okay. So I think it's interesting when we look at Hebrews 11 to we look at verse 7, 8, and 9, verse 7 says that, Hebrews 11, verse 7, By faith Noah, being divinely warned of things not seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith now because we're looking at hope and we're addressing like feelings and trust and that confident hope i want you to and i'm reading from the new king james version i have here circled in my my bible godly fear when looking at your list of emotions there What is godly and what is ungodly? And how can we surrender everything? And you say, well, if it's godly, why do I need to surrender it? All things unto Christ. Complete confidence. All things. Now, verse 8 states, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. How many times have you done something with joy, with great expectation, not knowing what you were doing? Think about it. 
I mean, this, if we read this in the context of, you know, what it's, I mean, he went out not knowing where he was going. How many times in your situation did you not know what was going on, but you knew and you had hope and a great expectation that you were going to make your destination, that God was going to do it? I want you to stay in that feeling. What feeling comes up when that when we talk about that? I remember um, I getting ready to go to the doctor's appointments for my son, or like most recently, he had to have some blood work done to check on him and all that kind of stuff. He's been healed, and a follow up appointment. This is his second follow up from being off of his medication and praise God, hallelujah. That anxiety, that fear of the anticipation of waiting for the, the blood counts I, I know there were times that I went and they weren't so good. And I remember getting in the car and my son falling asleep right away. When we got in the car after the appointment bandaged up because we would have to hold him and hold him down and they would have to draw blood and do certain things. And it got to a point that every single time that I would go and I would walk and I'd get back to the car. He just had this, I'm all done, mama. We did it. I'm all done, mama. And he was one, two years old. He'd sing in the back of the car, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I share that to say this. I sometimes never knew where I was going. And to this day, a lot of times, even with business and being a wife and being a mom. and But I know that when I'm led to do something, I do it. And that's where I want to encourage you when it comes to hope unstoppable. Because verse 9 states, By faith he dwelt in the land of promise, as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. A hope Everyone that we see in the Bible, they were holding on to something, their faith. In 1 Corinthians 13, it talks about faith, hope, and love. Last week, we talked about faith unstoppable. This week, we're talking about hope unstoppable. And... 
if love is the greatest of them all, I want to ask you this last question and we're going to close on this. Where does hope stay in my feelings? Ask yourself, where does hope stay in my feelings? Where does it have room to live and dwell? Where's the position? Are you so filled with the hope in your temple, in your body, your mind, your soul, your spirit, that you walk in with hope unstoppable to the job, to the business meeting, to the doctor's office? A hope, a feeling of great expectation and desire for God to provide the outcome for God to get you to the promised land. If there's anything that I can encourage you with on this podcast today, and I know it's a little different, is that Hope is a powerful, powerful substance, hoping in Christ. Because if you come from a background of trust issues or anything like that, the enemy, this is the reason why I like, you know, and I encourage you to really address, you know, your feelings and your emotions and submit them all unto God because the enemy just want to crack a foothold. He just wants to get in somehow. And that can deter you from the promised land. It can delay the promised land. A lot of times it's just addressing the feelings with a heart of repentance. So where does hope stay in your feelings? Tune into this message. Hey mama, thanks for tuning in to this episode. I'm super honored to, you know, transition. And I know that um, sometimes sitting in your emotions and processing a lot of this stuff is difficult. Okay. So I don't want you to, I don't want to leave you hanging. Okay. I have left some information in some links in the description for you to click on. One is, um, it's a filling chart. Okay. Um, I, I found this just as an opportunity to kind of, it's called a feelings chart, a genius chart for better communication. I think a lot of times we struggle with how to even understand our emotions and then therefore communication is, is altered 
or it's not as effective. Um, and there, so I left a link there just for you to get a visual understanding of, you know, if the root is anger, what other, what can those, what can anger look like? Is it aggressive? Is it, you know, ridiculed? Is it violated? Um, are you surprised, you know, startled, um, in awe, eager, energetic. And so really looking at those and understanding that the second link that I'm providing you is an opportunity for you to sign up for my, um, masterclass of this season. And I'm actually going to be going on a break um, from my women's group, which is Well Valley Daily. I'll leave the link there. You can always jump in there also. Um, but I am going to really just be taking time away. Um, it's part of the plan for the year to enjoy summer with my husband and my sons. And, you know, my son is going to be starting school. And so just soaking up all of that time. So I will be, you know, providing you um, podcast material and, you know, as, as the Lord continues to lead me to do so, I will do, and we'll just kind of go with the flow. Um, I don't really have a, a plan other than when he tells me to do something, I do it. <laughs> it just becomes a routine, but, um, I do want to invite you to the well into purpose masterclass. The well into purpose masterclass is an opportunity for me to share with you, um, well, let me say it this way to encourage you to work on, I'm just going to be real with your mama, getting, th- getting it together. Okay. That that's really what it is. Um, if your desk, if your home, Um, like that junk drawer looks like a bunch of sticky notes everywhere and you feel like you just can't get anywhere or do anything. Uh, A lot of it has to probably do more than likely with the processing of like emotions and understanding and looking at certain things. So this masterclass is for you if you are ready to kick your faith, family, and focus into high gear and, and take action in 90 minutes, okay? Uh, it's exactly what you need as an aspiring mompreneur looking to just start the dream business by setting priorities in faith and family so you can focus and every time you take action, clarity, clarity comes forth. And so walking in hope, okay, faith and hope. So I pray this encourages you. Those links are found in the description As always, if you have any questions, feel free to reply, send a message. You can email me at astanley at wellvalley.org and I will respond to you as soon as possible. I pray this encouraged you and blessed you with the opportunity of understanding that sometimes it's okay to not know everything in the midst of hope. You just need to know where your hope and help comes from. Amen. God bless you. And thanks for tuning in until next time. Bye.